Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I am Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Stephen Monatons, CEO hello, and hello, co-founder yeah. of Katsu Global. Hey, Stephen, how are you? Good, thank you. <laughs> thank you as well, actually. And also, um, what you're doing today? Are you busy? Uh, yeah, I'm always busy. <laughs> We're uh, we work. Uh, uh-huh. Every single day, because we very much enjoy uh, working with our customers and partners. Oh, awesome. Even I, actually, I have a lot of podcast interview today. And also, um, by the way, we would like to know you better. Could you please share some information about you and what you're doing? Yes, I'm uh, the co-founder and CEO of Katsu Global. Hello. We make a very innovative uh, product for rehabilitation and um, athletic performance and recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's used primarily by people over the age of 50. In fact, 70% of our um, customers are people, women between the ages of 50 and 75. But we also sell to the U.S. military mm-hmm. and professional sports teams and many, many Olympic athletes. But primarily our market is uh, older women and uh, we sell in 49 countries around the world and that's what we do wow amazing so yeah thank you so much for sharing that one here in our show steven and also um i'd like to ask so the first question that we've been have here is from our guests actually so can you tell about the history and the background of your business which is katsu global yeah, well, our history goes back to mm-hmm. 1966 Whoa. when the the inventor of our technology, Dr. Yoshiaki Sato uh, from Tokyo, Japan, mm-hmm. um, had an inspiration, a, a, an idea of how to keep um, people healthier longer. And uh, it took him many years uh, to perfect the technology. And uh, he started working with researchers and scientists and physicians in the 1990s. And we did a 10-year study of the technology at the University of Tokyo Hospital, where we tested over 12,000 patients. And uh, all of the results were um, very well respected by the medical and scientific community. And after that, we launched the Katsu Global, our company, uh, in Southern California. And um, it's privately owned. And uh, all of the um, managers and employees are very much uh, committed to seeing Dr. Sato's vision. And his his vision is very simple. Uh, after anybody does our, uh, or uses our technology, we want to see a smile on their face. Um, and the smile is ind- indicative that uh, they felt the technology benefited them and they feel better. So that's mm-hmm. that's where our company um, started from. And that is where we want the co- company to continue. Wow, amazing story. And yeah, um, I get it now why it was called Katsu because it was been made from Japan. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, um, I've been in Japan as well and yeah, um, that word is too familiar. So yeah, thank you so much, by the way, Stephen. And also, um, how did you get been started in your industry? 
Uh, well, I was working in Japan. Um, I was in a in an R and D lab in um, just outside of Tokyo. So that's where I that's where I first got um, introduced to Dr. Sato, mm-hmm. and Dr. Sato was part of what we call the 22nd century project of Japan. And this started in the 1990s, late 1990s. And that was a project in Japan where we looked forward 100 years. So we we wanted to see and learn and develop, research, test different technologies or different equipment um, in order to keep uh, the human the humans in Japan and all over the world Mm -hmm. as healthy and resilient as possible 100 years from now. Mm -hmm. So of course, it's a, it's a very difficult task, uh, impossible task. We couldn't possibly know what will happen 100 years in the future, but that was our goal. And our goal was to keep uh, people healthy until the day they died. It sounds, you know, crazy. It sounds uh, revolutionary, Uh but this was our goal. And Katsu was part of that process. I see. Amazing, actually. It's because, you know, um, yeah, just like you say earlier, we don't know what will going to be happen, uh, um, you know, after 100 years, but you studied it. And it's just amazing, actually. So thank you so much for that one, Stephen, and for sharing that here, because I know that our listener, we will love or interested to hear that. And also... Can you, um, yeah, I know that you're the CEO of Cassie Global. So can you walk us through to your overall business strategy? At least, um, you know, once or, um, yeah, um, one or two of your business strategy. Um, well, uh, let's just take our, our biggest, um, customer group and, and mm-hmm. that is women over the age of 50. So if you consider a woman between the ages of 50 and 75, Mm-hmm. Um, she is generally, it, it, if she is married and it, if she does have children, uh, she has spent uh, much of her adult life raising her children and now they're older. Uh, they may be in college or out of college. They may be working adults. She may also be a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And so if you take our average uh, or typical uh, customer, uh, they are a, a person, a woman who has devoted their life to their children, their family, and they also may be working. So in other words, they have spent their life not focused on themselves. They have been focused their work or their their energies and attention on their children, on their husband, on their work. Um, And and this means after those children are um, older and, and gone, uh, out in the adult world, and their husband is older, mm-hmm. they realize that they can now place focus on themselves. Yeah, they can now see how much better they can keep themselves out of pain. So pain free, mm-hmm. they can see how they can increase their strength, not to be a bodybuilder, but yes. just to be able to um, lift up things, open things, push up things, mm-hmm. uh, pull things. And they also want to have a good cardiovascular system. So, uh, you know, their their heart yeah. and their capillaries and veins work very well. So they can walk with their friends or 
go for a bike ride and, and enjoy life. And those yeah. are typical um, uh, customers. And we showed those women how they can use their Katsu equipment at home or at work in order so they be can become stronger, they can be have more energy, or they can uh, uh, hopefully live pain-free. And so we don't oh. do any marketing. We don't do any advertising. Um, we don't do any social media campaigns. But what we do is when, uh, especially these older women purchase our product, we try to educate them and show them how katsu can benefit them. Once we do that, the person, the user, then talks to their neighbors, their daughters, exactly. their mothers, their neighbors, their, wow. their family members, et cetera. And that's how we've grown. So we, we wow. grow very much unlike most companies. Yeah. Most companies spend money on marketing and sales mm -hmm. and making uh, great social media campaigns. They spend money on Instagram and, and yeah. uh, Advertising. Uh, social media. We focus on the actual person who does it. And we found that the women, when it works for them, mm -hmm. they love to share that information with their friends and family. Exactly. And that is how we grow. Whoa, amazing. So yeah, um, I totally agree for that one because, you know, um, if the person or the user would love your idea or your product, and then they will going to share it as well to those person that was been with their surrounding. So, yeah, um, because, you know, um, I have a business as well, to be honest. And, you know, if someone would love or like the product that I sell, and then they'll just going to share it. So, actually, I really love your idea because, you know, you don't do advertising just like what we do, but your product is popular actually, even though, because I think there is something that has been good with it. And that is the main thing why they love it. And it was popular in the market. So, yeah. yeah. So being organic, yeah, uh, growing organically, meaning person to person mm -hmm. and being very authentic, meaning we, it does what it says it does. Mm -hmm. um, these two things, organic growth and authenticity, meaning mm -hmm. it does what it, um, the technology uh, says it does. These are, th this is, this is how we grow. Mm -hmm. This is how we advertise. This is how we market. Wow. Amazing. So yeah. Um, thank you for that one, Stephen. And also, um, how have you adopted the changes in your industry over the years? So I know that you've been in your industry for yeah, how many years? Um, exact. I so uh, we're we're coming up on our tenth year. Oh and wow! Like like many people, we um we faced the COVID pandemic. Yeah, uh, we had to close our office not because we wanted to, because uh, we're in Los Angeles and the city and county said we couldn't do business. We couldn't mm -hmm. open our doors. And then with travel restrictions, we couldn't yeah. meet our customers face to face. Up until then, we always met people face to face. And so we had to transition to having Zoom meetings. Yeah. We had to transition to the telephone and the internet. Um, and for a technology like ourselves, that's very difficult because we, we wanted to show people face to face exactly how to use our product, but we adapted 
And we learned, and actually during the COVID pandemic, mm -hmm. we increased in size um, uh, two times and three times over. So um, we had to, we, I remember when the uh, pandemic hit, um, the next day we received a letter um, uh, from the county. It was actually taped to our front door mm -hmm. and it said we could not um, operate. We could not open. Um, it was a shock, of course. So that day we took all the equipment, all of our inventory to our homes. And we spent a few days to change um, our website, change our strategy. And by the third day, we were continuing. We honestly thought perhaps that might be the end of the company. Um, but in fact, um, because everybody else yeah. or many places, they were also stuck at home. Many people were now on the internet mm -hmm. and uh, all we did is we began uh, our Zoom conferences and we started literally with four people mm -hmm. and then four people became eight people, eight became 16 and we've grown since then. Oh, wow. Amazing. Um, Steven. Yeah, I'm Ashley Evan. I Evan. I actually I've been worked in a corporate company before. So yeah, um, when pandemic strike, actually it's so hard, and I lose my job. And also this kind of thing, what we do right now, wasn't applicable before. Yeah, um, during without pandemic, but since pandemic strike, and then we was just been adopted to do this, to do all you know Zoom. And then to do, um, you know, some things that is on online or with an internet. So actually, um, it's it's convenient actually, um, because um, people don't need to go there, go somewhere just to see or to get the product because it's just so easy. Um, if they don't know, um, we could just you know, um, um, they could just open their Zoom, they could just join, and then they could just find it there how to use it. So actually there is a negative and positive side, but to be honest, what you're doing has been amazing and I'm proud of it. Yeah. Thank you so much, by the way. And yeah. also as a CEO and co-founder of Katsu Global, um, yeah, I, I know that this question, um, I know sometimes this is secret, but I'd like to ask um, still. So can you share any specific tactics or tools that been effective in growing your business for a lot of years? Uh, tactics and tools. Well, um, uh, our tool is actually our, our product, our technology. Yeah. Um, that is our tool. Um, we, we don't have anything special. Um, it's, you know, we see ourselves as a, as a restaurant. Nobody knows um, where our restaurant is mm. or what our restaurant does. But like a good restaurant, when, when we have one person who comes in and they taste the food or tries our equipment, they like it. Yeah. And many times they love it. Whoa. And like a good restaurant, like good food, uh -huh. good technology, uh, it's human nature to share that information with somebody else. And we always wanted people who loved our product. Uh, yeah. they, we always wanted people, if they bought our product, to use it and share with their family and friends. And that's exactly what we did. So our tactic is very simple. Yeah. 
Uh, and we started from day one or day three after the pandemic, in fact. And we asked people if they liked our product, if they could tell just the person, they didn't have to, they didn't have to put on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or anything. All they had to do was share it with somebody who they lived with. It could be their husband or wife. It could be their son or daughter. It could be their uh, grandmother or grandfather. It could be their uh, next door neighbor, somebody they knew. And that was our tactic. Just person to person, someone telling somebody else how much benefit they received from our product. And remember, we began in Japan. We launched here in California. And now we're in 49 countries and growing. And next year, we will will absolutely um, grow. Reason why is um, we have a relationship with the Olympics. So that is actually, um, we'll... You know, 208 countries will know about us uh, in July at the Paris Olympics. So um, that is our tactic and that is our tool. Person to person, authentic, organic communication. Wow, amazing. So yeah, um, actually, that is so good. Um, Because, you know, if someone would love it and then, yeah, it will be spread out, you know, it will be shared to somebody. And yeah. that somebody or that person will just be curious, actually. So um, should I try this? So, you know, um, yeah. and then if they're curious and then they will purchase as well so that they could try how it feels. And yes. I really love the tactics, actually. So you focus on the actual, to be honest. So awesome. Yeah. And yeah, um, as the CEO... Um, can you talk about any challenges or obstacles that, that you've been faced in your business, in the business rather, and how did you overcome them? Well, the, you know, the the one of the big um, obstacles uh, for any business is money, yeah. it's capital. Money. How do you how do we um, how do we get product? How do we develop product? How do we yeah. sell product? And that was frankly our our biggest uh, goal. Um, we didn't, we don't have in, um, investors. We're, we are not a big company. So it was myself and my partners. We invested our own time and our own money. And that's how we tackled our biggest obstacle was money. We used our own money to buy, to develop and uh, make the product. We used our own money to uh, sell and distribute and create a website, create technology, create the app. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's not easy. Uh, it's always easier to use somebody else's money or be part of a big company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not what we did. We we believed in our product and our technology 100%. Uh, everybody in the company uses our product every single day. and um, And so it's easy to share a technology that you use yourself mm-hmm. um, that was our that was our biggest obstacle and you know when when we didn't ask anybody um uh to help us i mean we could have mm-hmm. uh and in the future we may um but 
we wanted to do this uh, for ourselves, by ourselves. And now we want to do this for others mm-hmm. and offer it to others. Wow, amazing. So yeah, um, thank you so much for that one. And yeah, that is a great obstacles, actually. So, you know, um, it's not just like, you know, um, obstacles actually will be just there. I'm so sorry. So yeah, um, obstacle will be just there. And we could not just, you know, predict that how it come. But yeah, good thing that you was rather been prepared for all of this. And also, um, you overcome them. It's because of the good product that you offer to the market, to those people that is interested with it. So yeah. Awesome. And yeah, um, good for that one. And also, um, as a CEO, yeah. So I'd like to ask this for you um as well. So can you talk about um any matrix or KPIs you use to measure the success of your business? Ah, uh, we only have one one measure of success. There's no no other measure of success, and that is our our profitability. Um, yeah. You know, when we invest our own money, um, n- nobody's giving us a salary, nobody's giving us a budget. And so the only measure of success is can we make a product? Can we develop a technology? And can we sell it and make customers happy? That's the only thing. Yeah. We have no other other measure. Uh, we don't, we're not a public company. Mm-hmm. So nobody cares about our, our stock price. We don't have any um, uh, venture capital. So nobody is uh, pressuring us to uh, receive a, a certain um, uh, KPI or, or yeah. any measure. Our only measure is, can we make a product um, and sell it at a decent price and make people happy? And if we do that, we will grow. And that's what we've done wow. uh, for the last uh, nine and nine and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing that one here, um, Stephen. And also, Stephen, um, actually, I didn't notice that we're already been in the last question. And this is too important so that we could, you know, shout out the business and yeah, um, something that you would like to add on the podcast title. So yeah, for the last question, if anybody wants to connect or anyone there thinking about working with you or partnering with you, maybe where's the best place they can go or what is the best way to do that? Oh, it's it's quite easy. Our company name is right here on our product, K A A T S U. So dot 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 or dot 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 katsu k a a t s u. It's on our controller unit. It's on our bands. So um, uh, katsu.com, K-A in Japanese means additional. A-T-S-U means pressure. So it's a Japanese word that means additional pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all the information. If anybody has interest, um, you can go there. And uh, if they don't find the information you look for, you can also... Um, email us at info, I-N-F-O, at katsu.com. And we'll um, answer as best we can and as quickly as we can. All right. So, guys, take note of that one. So, yeah, um, just kindly scroll the website. And then, yeah, you could find those products that was been mentioned earlier. 
So yeah, thank you so much again, Stephen. Okay. So another thank pure you. of Good Gold. We have a card today from a guest. And it's really uh -huh. our pleasure for having you here, Stephen. And before yeah. this interview will be end, do you want to thank someone there or do you want to thank something or say something? We, we again, our goal is to uh, make a product that makes people smile. Uh, very much like we were talking about a um, restaurant analogy. You know, when... Um, you make food and someone eats it and they smile and you ask them, is it good? Did you like it? And they say yes with a big smile. Same thing with katsu. We like people to use our product and as they're using it and as they take it off, they have a big smile. And this is in a, in a way that is our KPI. Uh, it is a way we measure the success of our product. If we can generate smiles, we can generate success. All right. Exactly. And I 100% totally agree for that one. So, yeah, thank you so much okay. um, again, Stephen. And guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much as well for sticking here with us. If you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you got the podcast. If there's someone in myth of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today, go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins and above all things for being here with us today. We really appreciate it a lot and see you in the next one. Cheers.